0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad, a podcast where I discuss the things that make me mad. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 126 of the podcast. It's a very special podcast episode as well, too, because this is the first ever time I'm recording on Google Meet. A couple weeks ago, I did one on Zoom that was kind of a bit of a clusterfuck, but this time, I decided to do it on Google Meet, Recorder, whatever the hell it is. It's kind of a shit show, but you know, we're just going to go with it from there. But anyway, shout out to one of my guests, though, whose name I'll get into in a second, for recording this on his Google Meet account because he has the money to record this. Uh, the What Makes Me Mad budget does not have uh, it, it within its budget to record Uh, Because I think Google was like, it'll cost you $9.99 to record. I'm like, hey, Google, you're a billion-dollar company. Up yours. I'm just a little upstart podcast just trying to spread the word of what makes me mad. So shout out to my boy, though, for uh, recording this episode file. And we'll hopefully send it off and everything will go smoothly. But anyway, I want to get into some of the guests that I have coming on this fun episode today. Because I decided, with it being the first episode of the new year, there are some resolutions I think some other people should be working on uh, because the people that I have on are pretty solid human beings. And I'm like, we we are fine. We've talked about this before. I'm like, we're good. Other people got to get their shit in order, though. So one of the guys that I was like, 100%, I need to bring him on uh, because he is a founder of the or not a founder, but just uh, has been on the podcast many times and actually moves solely into third place for all-time appearances on the What Makes Me Mad podcast. This is his seventh appearance, which is actually, uh, I believe seven is the same amount of podcasts that he has or has created at one point. Uh, And a man that is ready to relish in the success of the Jacksonville Jaguars who hopefully can get a win here tonight. It seems like a, a long, long time ago that Urban Meyer was once leading this squad, but now that they've got some good people up at the helm, they are trending in the right direction. But anyway, I am going to toss it over to my buddy Kyle Olson, a.k.a. KO, who's, who my Internet has just got him back on video. I have kind of, you know, Internet's kind of a little tricky right now. So was back on KO's picture for a minute. But now I can see him via video. He's wearing a Jacksonville Jaguar sweatshirt as we speak. And his hat says, hat, have a day. Oh, nope, he just got disappeared. Damn it. My network is very slow, but that's okay. He's wearing a hat, though. That's pretty cool. But, K.O., how are we doing, my guy?
1: Hey, we're doing good, Cal. I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm back. It's 2023. Seven times on this podcast. I would have guessed like three or four. Uh, hey, I'm glad to be number three on the list, though. I am very proud of that fact.
0: Yes, you are number 1 in the uh whitewater community at least. Uh, I think it's you have the slight edge over Anne Marie and then Tom and Connor are also kind of trailing up the rear and yeah, you are in sole possession at least for that and quickly moving towards the top. But also too, it's a special podcast as well too because we have one other person joining us as well too. He he is making his debut on the What Makes Me Mad podcast, his first ever appearance. And he is showing no signs of fear. He, I said, hey, this is an opportunity to record. And he grabbed the opportunity with both hands and said, I am ready to do this. I'm not afraid of anything at all. He is a humbler. Whenever I get cockiness about my Chicago Cubs, he will flat out let me know when they are doing shit because he doesn't take that kind of stuff. But anyway, uh, he is also a founder of Pathetico Madrid, a Uh, soccer intramural team at Whitewater, which is how I met Kiz. Anyway, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, making his debut on the What Makes Me Mad podcast, Kyle Galenik, a.k.a. Kiz.
2: Kiz, my man, how are we
0: doing?
2: Oh, we're doing great. Thank you for the great intro. Um, Couldn't have expected anything anything more, honestly. It was great. Um, Yeah, I I will always take the opportunity to uh, shoot down your Cubs whenever I have this chance. Um, Pathetico Madrid. That was a time. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here. Happy to make the debut. And I think it's gonna be fun. I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. It should be a solid episode. Only thing I am a little bit worried about is sometimes that you guys disappear on me via, uh, Google, but that is my internet. So I think what we will do is if you have something and, uh, it sounds like I'm trying to butt in, uh, basically treat me like I am a defender going up against AJ Dillon. Just plow right through me and just keep running. If you have something that you want to discuss, you just keep running, all right? So that is our plan, and uh, yeah, we will go with it. So I don't know who wants the floor first on this bad boy, but I guess also before we start, I should mention too that there are going to be a couple other guys on here that I was going to have on. Tom and Connor have come on the podcast before, uh, but they were unable to make it, which – I'm low-key kind of glad about it, and the only reason why I'm glad about it is because back in 2020, I had KO, Tom, and Connor on the podcast uh, when Connor came up to Whitewater, and that was about February 2020, which was an excellent episode, definitely go check that out, but also, too, uh, the world decided to shut down after that episode, so I'm assuming that the world was unable to handle the events that transpired on the what makes me mad podcast and then just completely just shut down so i'm kind of afraid of something like that happening again but also too it was just such a fun time that it's like i'm kind of ready to you know risk it again and do something like that
2: for sure for sure
0: all right so kids like i said it seemed like you were unafraid of some of the stuff that you wanted to discuss and you had some new year's resolutions for other people so i want to hear from you what's a new year's resolution you got for some people that need to like get their shit together
2: so here's here's the first thing it's kind of fitting into my life a lot right now um currently in a job search searching through different positions seeing what's out there um so the, the the people who i i i personally feel have some have some work to do Uh, in the new year here is those employers who, who post jobs on LinkedIn and they label them as actively hiring or urgently in need. And then you put in your applications and they will, uh, you know, just never respond and not say anything about it. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to post the application, you say you're actively hiring, you're urgently in need of people, you would think the least that you could do. The absolute least that you could do is give someone an answer. I don't even care if it's a, hey, you suck. We don't want you here. At least tell me, you know, just give me that at least. But yeah, that's the first thing, man. I got, I got a few more, but I, I, that's, that's the first one that's really fitting in right now with, with my life personally. And yeah, it just, to me, it's just ridiculous. The amount of employers, just the way that they do things is just a little frustrating. And it's like, it just doesn't make sense to me. So that's my first one. I don't know if you guys have anything, any comments on that.
0: (laughs) There was nothing more frustrating than being in 2020 during a damn pandemic, trying to find a job after graduation. The amount of people that would send in applications for those jobs was just ridiculous. And then like you said, they don't give you a follow up. Just at least tell me, like, I got rejected. Like, don't get me wrong. As someone that, unfortunately, whose love life isn't at a strong point right now, I am I can handle rejection, all right? I'm not afraid of, you know, people telling me no. Like, and honestly, I appreciate it because that at least closes the, the book on it where it's like, okay, I can move on to something else. But don't dangle it out in front of me that this opportunity still uh, is available. I got to move on to other things. I'm sorry. I can't do this song and dance. There was actually some company that like uh, reached out to me in like 2021 in like the fall. It was like a year and six months after I applied, and they're like, "Would you like to set up an interview time?" I'm like, "I have found a job by now. I could have used that a year and six months ago when I was a housekeeper." But no, you and like even then, you could just say, "Hey, we found someone else for the position." But we would like to keep in touch with you, or just something like that, instead of this whole "oh, we have too many people applying." Like, you can clearly like, there's a way to like reach out to people, like, "Hey, you didn't get it this time, but we have an opening at this spot. Would you be interested?" Or something like that. But just the sheer disrespect of some people that they don't want to just oh, kids, that's a good New Year's resolution. They need to start
2: letting people know, like, hey. Yeah, just give me something. Like that's like you said, man, like it it just at least it, it lets me know that I don't have to be waiting on this anymore. I don't have to think about how it might possibly happen. Just tell me it's not happening and we'll move on. That's as simple as that. Just give me some sort of response is all I ask. That's all I ask.
0: Absolutely. I can't agree more. Now KO, I am currently watching the Jaguars game, and I think you had the same reaction. Uh the Jaguars just tried some sort of trick play. It looked like it might have been the Philly special or something like that. Did not go very well as now the Titans have the football. I'm assuming that's probably gotta be your first New Year's resolution for other people. Is that the Philly special has been very played out and everyone knows to look for it in certain trick plays now
1: especially when the head coach is Doug Peterson, who called the, special in the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure defenses are looking for it. Plus we were on like the 30 yard line. I don't want to get too into it. It's, it's Jaguars football. This is pretty normal this time of year. Just the fact that we're playing a meaningful game is, is big for me. Hey,
0: well, congratulations on, you know, you guys getting to play in such a big game, you know, it, Reminds me back of 2017 in that squad where I was like, "Wow, they got something cooking here," and then they had to trade away everybody because Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone don't know how to run a football team, apparently. So you know, but good also, that the Miles Jaguars are down. Right.
1: We should have beat the Patriots.
0: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Oh, don't get me started on that game. That game was literally rigged from the start. When the star quarterback is high fiving a referee. That should be a, like a red flag for the NFL. Like, hey, something's clearly going on here. But, you know, NFL is just all, you know, we don't care. Who gives a shit if, you know, the Jaguars get shit on, you know. Who cares about our small market team? But, kids, <laughs> I want to hear another one of your resolutions that you got since you got so many cooking right now in the pot.
2: All right. So we're on the sports we, we moved into the sports conversation here. So I have two sports specific focused on two different leagues, two different sports. The first of which we're going to talk about major league baseball. All right. There's a lot of stuff that's happened since one Rob Manfred has became the commissioner of the league and no one is doing a damn thing about it. And for me, the people at MLB, your New Year's resolution should be to rein in all of the tomfoolery happening in this league. Better yet, fire Rob Manfred, get him out of here. Let's find someone new. Like this guy is not fit to run this league. He let I I, I don't know if you guys saw this. I think I think I might have shared it with Ko, but the whole uh, the whole debacle with the with the three different kinds of balls that were used last season. So there's three different kinds of balls. I don't remember exactly what they were, but there's three different kinds of balls. One that was, you know, it would travel further or something. Something. One of them was better for, I think, like, yeah. You you got it, Kale?
1: I believe it was juiced, dead, and basically regular.
2: Yeah, something like that, right? These juiced balls, <laughs> they uh, happen to be found only at primetime games, and more importantly at games at yankee stadium more specifically in the second half of the season amidst one aaron judge's home run record breaking season and if we're just gonna let that fly i don't know what's going on with this league man i don't know what's going on but they gotta rein this stuff in
1: The fact that it's public information well, clear, right. that, it, that it's just people know, people know, <laughs> people know, and we are aware of this. And Major League Baseball thinks we're just going to fucking ignore the fact that Aaron Judge just broke the record, but he had these juice baseballs. Like, wh- I don't, I don't even know what to do with that information. Yeah,
2: it's just so, and and that's just like another thing. Like you know, there's just been so many other things that have happened. I mean, starting with the Astros scandal, we don't have to get into that because everyone knows the story behind that. That was a disaster, and now. We have this. Justin Verlander talked about it two years ago with the juice balls and all that, all that jazz. And it's just, it's what's going on. This league is in shambles. No reason. No wonder people don't want to watch baseball because it's all drama. It's all, it's, it's ridiculous. But that's that's another one. I mean, I MLB's just got to figure it out, man. They got to either get rid of this guy or, or, or at least figure out a way to get this this league back in shape.
0: Yeah, as someone that has, uh, I think I have over a third of my podcast episodes dedicated to Rob Manfred, whether it was the whole Astros cheating scandal, whether it was, um, let's see here, yeah, the Astros cheating scandal, uh, everything that happened with uh, baseball during the pandemic and how much of a shit show it was trying to get that started up. Um, and then obviously everything with the strike that happened this year as well too where we nearly lost the season the guy doesn't love the game of baseball and i've talked and i've started like kind of mentioning this as like an idea and i think it should honestly be like grow if you have an owner's group that gets to meet at these big meetings where games gets to like change the idea of sports you have player representation there should be fan representation as well too because what basically ends up happening is players obviously want to get some money, which makes sense. And also, too, they want to be safe uh, when it comes to other sports as well, too. Owners just want to make as much money as possible. And they don't care if they ruin the sport. They could completely, ch- they will completely change the sport and how it goes, uh, the love of the game, everything. If it meant they can get an extra $2 million, I swear to God they would do it. There needs to be a fan group as well in there that's like, hey, don't do this. We don't want to see it like we'll work with you guys on the stuff because obviously we want the product to be good. And I think the NFL is like a prime example of this, like, you know, with the adding the extra game on the regular season, adding the extra playoff spot and all this, it's like they're just trying to make as much money as possible. And, you know, you have games on Thursday night, you have games on Saturday night and all this and there needs to be a fan in there that's like, hey. You guys are, the product's kind of becoming a little bit shittier on the field. Let's figure this out before, you know, we start messing around and trying to make more money because if the product's good on the field, you're just going to make more money. You don't need to like try to just milk the cow as much as possible to try to get all the milk out of it. You know, you got to like find different ways to be like, hmm, maybe this is where we go because prime example for the, what makes me mad podcast, if I want to get a little bit more money on this podcast. I could put out episodes constantly, like, you know, but do once a day or something like that. Get three views, add up those three cents, and that's how I make a little bit more money, right? Well, instead, what I do is I'm like, I got to make the podcast better, and then that's how it's going to grow uh, the podcast as well, too, and that's a way I make more money. Not all this, let me try to get as much money. Like, you can't be short-sighted on this. You got to have long vision on this kind of stuff. So, Kiz, I am glad you 100% brought up Rod Manfred. Uh, he needs to get put through a table by Bills Mafia. Uh, if Tom was here, he would like that joke, but unfortunately he is not. Uh, I will save that joke for next time, though. Uh, but I want to hear what else you got, though, for the other sporting league that you want to have a New Year's resolution for.
2: Yes. So, you, you touched on it a little bit with the NFL conversation here. You said... They're trying to make all this money they're putting games on on thursdays put games on saturdays put games on sunday monday they got all these games going on but where are these games thursday night games those are only on amazon correct 100 so if you don't have amazon prime you're not watching that game so my thing is this it's not about the nfl my thing is not about the nfl but it is an issue of accessibility in watching sports, and I have gotten into the National Hockey League and hockey in general more recently, and they got to make these games more accessible. People love hockey. It's a fast-paced, action-packed game. It's always moving. People are getting hit. People are throwing shots on goal. People are making these crazy moves, but you can't watch any NHL games. The only games you can watch, they do Thursday night hockey on TNT sometimes. And ESPN does, like, two nights a week. But other than that, it's only a couple games. You don't get to see, like, say, you know, I'm a Arizona Coyotes fan, for example, right? They're not a good team by any stretch, but they're not going to be in any primetime games. If you're an Arizona Coyotes fan, how are you going to watch those games? And that's how these teams aren't growing. That's why the game's not growing. So the NHL has got to make their games more accessible on streaming platforms, and on cable or whatever, however you watch it. I, I think, and your podcast analogy kind of brings this into make it available on as much as you possibly can. And that'll be the, the true, the true maker of money.
0: See, I have discussed this at great lengths also too on the podcast and you're just hitting, you're just hitting a bunch of, you know, on, on the, uh, on the nail of the head as we just had a cat randomly appear. I love it. Um, but, uh, it's it's so frustrating because it's like i don't have i'm not gonna pay for all these you know subscriptions for all these uh you know streaming services and stuff like that and it's something i've talked about too with my friends who are baseball fans it blows my mind like there are so many games uh that are like you know a that happened during the summer and I'll just flip on like MLB network to just kind of have some like live lookits but I'm not going to be able to just go to a baseball game constantly and like you guys go to you know Miller Park obviously all the time but like for me I'm in Rock County like I that's it's, like a trip still to like go to Milwaukee it's a 2 hour trip to go to Chicago it's a 3 hour trip to go to Minneapolis like I'm just not going to be able to go like well let me just go to a game constantly Put these damn games like make it more available for people to watch. Prime example would, of this would yeah. be it's just how and, and the Cubs in. Yeah. Go for it. You have the floor. Yeah, Go no,
2: I, I was, I was, I was just gonna say like it's it's just so frustrating because it's like they're all of these leagues are like people are watching our games. How do we grow the game? How do we get more fans to watch our sport? It's like you're not letting them watch your sport. How do you expect people to enjoy the game and become fans if they can't even access your game like they can't even do it?
1: How do we get more people to watch our sport when our sport is only available on one streaming platform? Hmm, interesting. And it's $20 a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you get the if you get the Disney bundle, you get Hulu and ESPN Plus, and then you can finally watch all the hockey games, but it's like who's not every household is going to have that Disney bundle? that's just not gonna happen like and like what frustrates me is uh
0: you know they could easily put like for me I'm a Cubs fan obviously and so they were on WGn all the time WGn was a cable uh channel that's how it got into you know millions of broadcasts yep Christian Kirk with a touchdown he helped out my fantasy team this year so I'm really happy that he was the one that caught it so good for Christian mm-hmm. Kirk Anyway. They were on, you know, WGN, and that's how they were able to grow such a national fan base. The Braves were on TBS a lot, and that's how they were able to grow as a national fan base. You want your people to watch it. You just got to put it on, like, you know, something where it's easily accessible for everybody. And then also, too, you can, you know, put it on your streaming platforms, because obviously I understand streaming is becoming, you know, part of the future and obviously you know with phones and everything you can watch stuff on the go totally get that the the sport that does it the best in my opinion is when the ncaa tournament has uh you know march march madness and all that stuff because it's on cable it's on the four cable channels all the time but also too it's available on the app which is free and also too it's available on their website which is also free and how they get money is by just having sponsors sponsor the shit out of it because they know people are going to watch. It is just such a simple concept that it's like we put it where so many eyes are able to watch it. We then sell sponsorships to companies that want their company to be viewed by millions of people. We then make money from the product. It is a simple algorithm that I don't understand why some sports leagues have started to St- sway away from it's so simple and it's so dumb and then they're like well good we're losing all our revenue and it's like well no shit sherlock put the damn thing on you know where everyone can see it and we can go from there
1: there's an easy comparison to what the packers have been able to do this year the packers are literally a 500 team this year they've been pretty bad as far i mean they've been hot lately but in early seasons they were bad and they were still a highly rated team nationally like there's a reason that you know quote unquote packer fans travel well it's because packers have always been on national television what we had two noon games this year we're always on national television we're we're everywhere anyone can watch us almost at any time because they always know we draw ratings so then more people watch us so then we have more fans of the sport or of the team like it's 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 that simple of getting the team into more eyes
2: well in in and- also yeah, and like, like the more people who are i was gonna the more the more people like you said sponsorships is how you're going to make money and getting people to watch the game is how you're going to get those fans to be fans but those fans who are able to watch the game are going to be more invested in the sport and the team and then Because they are more invested, they are going to go out and they are going to buy your jerseys. They are going to buy your hats. They're going to buy your memorabilia. They're going to buy the posters. They're going to buy the decals for their car. They're going to buy everything they could possibly buy because they're a fan. But if you can't get fans in the first place because they can't watch the game, you're not going to make any money. That's just simple.
0: And also, too, so I've complained uh about you know i'm trying to get into soccer more i'm trying to get into Premier league more you know i was big into the world cup obviously this year i'm always big into the world cup but what frustrates me with the premier league is that you know nbc has the rights to it and it's like you have once in a while or like you know it seems like every other weekend you'll have some games on early in the morning or whatnot fine totally get that but what frustrates me and like What they do is like they'll obviously they want people to download Peacock, which, you know, is NBC streaming app. But like if it's a big game, like, you know, say Liverpool or Chelsea, where it's like, oh, I would want to watch this as a casual fan. But then it's like it's on Peacock. Well, then it's like, well, now I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to download Peacock because there's 30 different streaming services out there. Each of them costs 10 bucks. That's going to be $300 right there. Like, Like, I don't know how much, if that math actually adds up or not. I don't know. I'm not a math whiz on here. So that's why I stick with sports basically. But it's I think like, you're right. I think you, you nailed it. I think, you know, it. <laughs> I think well, it's, it's just, and it's so frustrating. And like, as much as I gripe with the NFL, at least they have it figured out where it's like, if we put as many standalone games on TV as possible. People will watch it and will get ratings. I like. Don't get me wrong. I hate Amazon Prime. I hate how Thursday Night Football is with Amazon Prime. I hope every Thursday Night Football game is junk from here until 20, 2033 and I am willing to hold that grudge all the way until 2033. And I am willing to continue my feud with Amazon until 2033 for them trying to think they could take their big swing and dicks and try to, you know, buy football from us. But because it's not going to stop at just Thursday Night, they're going to try to exclusively own Am own NFL and I swear to God I'll stay if I got someone's got to stand up to Jeff Bezos if I got to be the one well then by golly I'll do it but at least with the NFL they haven't figured out where they put games you know on Sunday night Monday night Thursday night Saturday night Sunday they understand we get as many games on as possible people will watch and it's just such a simple formula and I don't understand why other people haven't figured out and with baseball and like nhl and nba it's just i what i don't understand is why they just don't have like a like you know their own network it just have a command center where it's like we're just gonna put this game on tv just so that way someone's watching it instead of letting all these local channels get it because right now my parents have dish network dish network has been in like a four-year feud with bali sports so we don't get brewers we don't get bucks uh we don't get fox sports so we don't get the wild we don't get timberwolves twins or anything like that and it's like how are you supposed to grow the game we're willing to flip the game on if it's we don't got anything to do we'll flip on a game here like that like that's no problem but if you make it impossible for people to watch they're not gonna go out and watch it
2: agreed agreed i had
0: to take a swig of sun drop because i was getting so mad pissed me off but anyway, KO, do you have anything <laughs> really else that awful. you wanted to? Yeah, I, to... I was feeling a little antsy there, and so Sundrop had to cool me down. KO, do you got anything else that you wanted to get off your chest? And you think some people gotta get their new year's
1: resolutions in order? Yeah, Cal, you mentioned something earlier in the podcast that really struck a chord with me. You said you said you've been single for a while, right? Uh oh what I but, yeah. 100 percent i can't believe it can we just can we just talk about for a second i mean kids you you may not be a part of this conversation you you've been in a relationship for a while let me and cal just be angry for a second
2: yeah i'm playing with my cat we'll be fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah enjoy enjoy your
2: relationship
1: (laughs) the dating game nowadays it feels so it feels like i'm playing chess with four different people at the same time i don't understand it sometimes where like there's there's so many different games there's so many different like there's so many different preferences now There's so like i don't understand some girls want to make the first move but some girls want you to make the first move so how the fuck am i supposed to know which one is what Some girls like taller guys, some girls like shorter guys, some of them think of it. There's just so much going on nowadays. It's freaking impossible to date right now, especially with, I mean, there's just, there's, there's still people who are scared of COVID. There's still people who don't want to go out to bars. There's just the, the world has changed. And the, I, it feels like the dating world has taken a turn for the worst because I, 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 I don't know. I, I haven't met anyone. <laughs> and not for, like, a trying either. I talk to a lot of people. And there's just, like, there's, like, no one anymore. In the, and when there is, there, again, there's games within everything. Like, who's going to talk first? Oh, am I talking too much? Am I talking too much? Lo- like, just fucking talk to someone. Talk back to them. Have a conversation. Build a relationship. And maybe you'll end up, like, it's so fucking frustrating nowadays. I don't understand it at all it's such a
0: song and dance. That's so frustrating too. my grandmother had asked me and she's like, "Hell, do you find it harder to date today in today's world? And I said, yes, because everyone apparently wants to date someone with the personality of a rock. I look at some of these guys that are in relationships, like they don't have anything going for them. They don't smile good at all. And it's like, why are you with this sleaze bag? I mean, for crying out loud, I'm looking at this, you know, camera right now with you. can, can KO, you're 6'4", you know, handsome, tall looking, you know, built like a rock. You know, I mean, why would people not, like, be all over you? It just blows my mind at this point. I use Bumble, and I enjoy Bumble as a dating app, right? But like you said, there's so many different moves. And what frustrates me is when you match with someone, they message you, and then they act like they don't want to do anything. It's like, you literally it's in your power to initiate the conversation first. Like you, we have mutually matched because we have a mutual interest. Let's go from there and let's do it. Instead of this whole, Oh, it's a saga dance. It's like, come on. Like it, I don't want to be like, it needs to be broken down to a science, but it's literally a science. Like enough of all this, like, you know, trying to play games and, and,
1: you know, get the perfect match. It just, it frustrates the hell out of me, man. Cal, don't even get me started on dating apps i have had like the, i some of the people first of all it's impossible to match with someone because let's be real with everyone it's a very physical attraction type of match on any dating app i mean that's that's basically what it comes down to a on, on a lot of these it's impossible to match with someone and then once you match with them i mean the conversation there, there's no there's no connection over instant messaging over a dating app i mean it's just i it's just ridiculous it it, it's just frustrating man it it frustrates me
0: as well too don't worry you are we are in the same boat right now and you know we're trying to paddle upstream and you know we're we got holes in the boat you know we're facing tidal waves and all this and it it frustrates the hell out of me and what's tough for me is i'm not getting notifications right now on my phone so like my like only things i'm getting are like text messages and all that so like i kind of have to like refresh bumble and all that and for a while i wasn't getting any matches or anything like that and i was like is it something that's with my phone or if it's you know my on my end but now i'm starting to get like matches again but what frustrates me too is when you match with someone and they don't respond it's like you clearly matched with me there's clearly an interest just see where it goes you thought i was handsome enough you hit the check mark let's maybe see where it goes from here it just frustrates me when they let the match die out it's like well now come on we're just wasting everyone's time
1: well cal just because they thought just because they were into you and they matched with you now you have to come up with a good pickup line that has to translate over an instant message and 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 if you don't do well there then then they're not gonna like it's just it's just ridiculous. Not to mention you I mean, I don't know if you have a certain problem with your phone or whatever, but I, I don't get a lot of notifications from uh, dating apps. Like they're pretty bad at like, I, I miss a lot of conversations. And it feels like I leave someone hang. If I, the rare time that I ended up having a conversation with someone on one of these apps, it feels like I'm missing the conversation because all of a sudden six hours ago, they replied to me and I never saw the message. What
0: frustrates me, I saw something on Instagram the other day that was like, oh, I followed my grandfather's dating advice and now I'm in jail. Like, I wish it was so easy. Like, back in, like, before social media, like, World War II probably would be, like, a good era for it. Like, it was, like, obviously, like, we have made changes and, like, good because obviously, you know, like, women should have, like, you know, a voice and everything like that. And, you know, some of the stuff that, like, people got to do back in the old days should not fly. But it's like, you listen to like some stories of the, like their relatives of like how they met or something. It's like, oh yeah, she constantly turned me down. And until I kept persistently asking her. And then we went out on a day. It's like, what, no, you should get the hint the first time. And like, you got to move on. Why do you get like 30 different chances? I do something like that. Now I'm going to get arrested for stalking. And rightfully so. I should get arrested for stalking on that. No one tried to cancel me on that kind of stuff. I see where everyone's going to try to go with it. Like, I'm 100% sure. But it's so, it was so easier to date back then. Like, you serve in World War II or something like that. You come home, like, clearly you're going to find, like, a woman. Like, you know how easy it would not knocking anyone that served in World War II, but you know how easy that shit would have been, like, to date back then. And, you know, all your grandparents are like, oh, why are you single? It's like, it's a whole new ball game now. It's like Why, it's like, same way you're asking, why does no one, you know, why does no one rush for seven touchdowns a game? Well, it's a whole different ball game now, Grandpa, like, you know, there's all this different intangibles and stuff like that, and KO, I get your frustration. Kiz, how's your relationship going? I'm assuming it's going good.
2: It's going great. I'm engaged. I don't know if you knew that, but I am. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seven years later. Yeah. You know, we're doing all right. Yeah, good.
0: Good for you. Good. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. No,
2: I can definitely see. Oh, I got it's s- a completely different thing now. Just with the way that everyone communicates and the way that everything works now, it's like now you got all these. Like your grandma's asking you why you're not dating someone. Grandma, I have to find someone on the internet. You don't even know how to work the internet, Grandma. <laughs> like, how do you expect me to find someone to date? My grandma doesn't even know how to work the fucking internet, dude. Like, that's you don't even know how to work the basic component of this thing. And you're trying to ask me to do this song and dance on this platform, and you don't even know how it works. It's ridiculous.
0: Prime example of this would be uh when I watch documentaries on Vince McMahon, and obviously there are many things in Vince McMahon's life that you should not follow if anyone's wondering, hmm, how should I base my life off of so do not follow the life of vince mcmahon but one of the things is how he met his wife linda was literally like his mom was like you should meet this local girl from church she's like five years younger i think vince was like 19 or something and he met linda when she was like 14 or something like that could you imagine doing that today? You'd get thrown in jail if something like that happened. If you were 19, dating a 14 year which you should, don't get me wrong. Like, that's <laughs> totally like, not okay. But it's so easier for like grandparents to be like, oh, well, back in my day, you know, we did this, and it's like whole new ball game. But like prime example, like, you know, they're like, well, they, you know, went to church. It's like, well, no one goes to church anymore. You know how many social settings, like just don't exist to meet people anymore like w- literally we have to do the internet because you know everyone's like you know in their house like i don't go to church like where else am i gonna meet a person at? and especially like i don't want to go to church and try to find someone i'm there to find god i'm not there to do this whole song and dance of trying to find a relationship in church you want to meet someone you meet them outside of church all right that's just my little whole two cents.
1: I'll preach on that one, but we won't get
0: into that. You'll you'll literally preach. Well, I got something that I wanted to discuss that made me mad, and it should be a New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution for other people is don't be so much of an asshole on social media. It is a simple New Year's resolution. You don't have to comment so much on stuff. Just like something and move on. This whole argument of I'm going to get into an argument with someone online when you're not even face-to-face with this person it just blows my mind prime example and like a prime example of this would be when there's like a nice positive story and someone's got to be a negative nancy about the stuff so prime example for this would be whitewater high school had a facebook post the other day about their let's see here it was they had a uh club or something like that that placed seventh in this in a It was called the stock market challenge. Great. You know, like obviously people aren't going to read past the headlines or read the full news story on it. They're just going to see like, okay, they play seven. Good for them. Most people were like, hey, great to hear. Glad they did well, especially with the stock market, like knowing stuff that's going to, you know, have you know, take them into uh, real life and all that stuff, right? Like very important information. It wasn't like they got seventh in some TikTok challenge or something like that. Like, you know, they take that stock market and move it at the next level, right? And so they, they get seventh, right? Some guy decides, oh, they play seventh. Like, where are we just giving out participation trophies for everyone, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, hey, I understand your concern. So Whitewater High School responds, they play seventh out of 300 teams and I didn't know that fact and I was like wow that's like really cool they play seventh out of 300 teams a normal human being if told in that situation would go wow seven out of 300 that's pretty impressive you know like yeah like literally like kids I will drink to that you know seven if someone came up to you and was like hey you're the seventh most attractive person I've seen today you'd be like I don't know how I should handle that information but they followed it up with out of 300 people that i've seen so far i go hey that's pretty good numbers that's a pretty good percentage and so i was like you know happy that you know they're out of 300 teams and so then the guy decides to double down and go oh they're still giving out way too many participation trophies and all this other jazz and so then someone commented and was like uh you know like kind of tore is my new one which honestly 100 should but it's just like you clearly like just have some common sense there. If I was like, hey, they play seventh out of 300 people, like, you know, you should clearly be like, wow, that's a pretty high mark. Good for them. And then I will move on with my day instead of just being a complete asshole to other people. And it's like, do you even have kids that go here? Because if your kid got seventh out of 300th, I'd be like, hey, good for you. But it's like, just, I just blew my mind. I was like, why are people such assholes on the internet? It blows my mind, it frustrates the hell out of me.
1: I, I just like how he's clearly mad about the participation thing, right? So he, he thought that he could voice his opinion on this and then he was like slightly proven wrong, but he's like, no, I'm still going to be mad at this even though it's not necessarily relevant anymore in this conversation. I'm still going to be mad and still bring up the issue. Like, I I mean, yeah, no, the, the internet, uh, Twitter right now is, a ter- I mean, Facebook's terrible for it too. I haven't been on Facebook in a while, but from what I hear, I mean, any social media content right now is just, it's incredibly toxic. It's, it's, it's really bad. I mean, anyone who's on there is just looking to tear people down. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't know where all this negativity is coming from. I, I really don't like th- th- There's a reason I don't go on social media as much as I used to. It's because like, there's, there's not that much room for that kind of energy in the world, you know, like positive energy is so powerful and people just don't bring that anymore.
2: Kids, you got anything you want to add on this? I don't know if I necessarily on that specific topic topic I definitely feel like people are certainly more of assholes on social media than they would ever be in real life like a lot of the shit that people say on social media and Facebook comment sections and that type of stuff is stuff that they would never in a million years say to someone in their day to day life not a chance about the positive energy thing I have another thing that people need to work on in the new year also related to social media but this might be a bit negative um my issue is with people who make these reels these TikToks, these shorts all these little short videos that go up on facebook instagram you know they all have different names but it's all those short little videos we need to stop making these videos that are like cut in half in the middle where like, you know, they'll show you this really cool thing and you're like, oh, wow, I can't wait to see what this looks like when it's done. And then they'll just cut the video in half and never post the rest of it. We got to stop doing that. We got to stop spreading useless information regarding life hacks. Like you see these life hack videos on like Snapchat and Facebook and like that kind of stuff where like people are like, oh, if you take this this wire, you can turn it into a spoon. And it's like just go to the dollar store buy a spoon, bro. Like it's not that <laughs> serious. That one, I mean, I could go all on and on and on about these life hacks that people try and come up with because those are just ridiculous. The other one that really bothers me that people I see all the time now is these riddles that people write that are completely unsolvable. Like there is no correct answer to these riddles, and they post it just to get comments. It's just like comments, views, that's all people are looking for with this shit. We just got to stop doing it altogether.
1: My favorite is when someone posts a riddle and they give a multiple choice answer, but none of the multiple choice answers are the correct answer. That shit's, the the comments of those, fucking hilarious. So I I agree with you, but also, sometimes that's good content. I do have to just throw out there, though, there's too many participation trophies out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I, you know, I totally get that. No, I'm fine with... Uh, they got, I believe it was a medal or something like that. And I am fine with partic- participation <laughs> medals, actually. Like, hey, you fin, Hey, no, all good. All good. I got you. Uh, But uh, that was just kind of like my little thing. I'm like, oh, it, it, I want to be like, well, first off, sir, it's a medal, not a trophy, I'll have you know. But anyway, enough <laughs> about that guy. He's already aired my two cents. But what frustrates me with social media, I hate it when, you know, to get on your point about life hacks i hate it when people try to post finance like here's how to save a bunch of money so you could buy a house it's like your situation is far different than mine it's like i hate it when they're like oh just save you know 30 percent of your income and all this other stuff and then you'll be able to buy a house and it's like well hold on that works for you buddy but not for me it's like when people are like here's how to get instantly ripped in seven days like like that works for you it just K- ko i feel like i might have struck a nerve with you go for it
1: <laughs> i genuinely i genuinely saw someone i think it was on twitter or tiktok i can't remember but they said something along the lines of oh here's a here's a quick financial hack if you just save a thousand dollars a paycheck you can buy a house by the end of the year and i genuinely wanted to kick that person in the teeth because like who the fuck can afford to live like that in what are you talking about that is less than 50 percent of the united states who can afford to live like that you are literally talking to a minority group in this country get the fuck out of here saving a thousand dollars a paycheck i swear to god if i ever see this person they will not have any teeth after our conversation
0: dude, they're not going to have an ass either because I want to kick their ass, man. Like, when they're like, oh, save a thousand dollars. Bitch, that's literally my whole paycheck. What else? How am I supposed to pay bills? Like, I, and also, if we want to talk about, you know, grandparents being like, why aren't you buying a, you know, why can't you find a girlfriend also, too? Why aren't you buying a house? It's like, whole nother ball game. You know how expensive a house is right now? You know how much little I make? You know how much I should make more? Like, open your eyes, man. Like I, I got, I was telling people, uh, that I was, you know, (laughs) moving into a duplex with one of my buddies here in the next month or so. So, you know, officially moving out and everything. Right. And one of my relatives response was, Oh, why don't you just buy your own duplex? I'm like, you know, how goddamn expensive a duplex is right now. Do you know how little I make right now? And also too, this whole, if, and then it's the whole mindset of Oh, if you don't make enough money at this job, you should go find a different job. Well, then what if that job is, you know, elsewhere in the world or I have to travel for? There's so many different factors. It's just like for crying out loud, it's a whole nother ballgame. It just it frustrates the hell out of me. Like when people are like, oh, just save this much of your paycheck. It's like, yeah, that's great and all. And, you know, I would also love to go to the gym more. I would love to find someone to settle down with. We're not just going to be able to figure that out right now. Like, I can't just be doing all this. You want to know what a life hack is for anyone that's listening right now? Use a coupon. All right? Coupons will always help you out. If it's a buy one, get one free, use that. Because then you get two meals in one or something like that. That That's a life hack. Enough of this, all this. Here's 40 simple steps. And also, that's another thing, actually, that drives me mad, where it's like, here's 40 simple steps it's like first off 40 simple steps is not simple that is like a long book all right you could (laughs) say there's 40 steps to this but there's none of this here's 45 simple steps to follow it's like no they're not simple buddy i'm not remembering 45 of them or just something like hey when if you want to lose weight when you go to the gym try to do this or something like that It, it just frustrates me when someone's like this worked for me so therefore it's gonna work for everyone else it's like buddy your situation's far more different than everyone
2: else's frustrates the hell out of me couldn't agree more yeah social media is oh, a, a rough place for sure but it's a necessary dude, evil dude 100 percent. you 100 percent should have the ability like if
0: someone makes you like that mad you should be able to like challenge them to like an ass kicking contest and like no one gets to go to jail <laughs> or anything like that because that will solve some people like <laughs> acting like idiots online. like that uh that one kid that hacked uh Giannis's uh Twitter and like Instagram and was saying like all that shit and people found out where like he lived and like that's a prime example of like and see that's why you don't do that because you piss off people and then they find out where you're at, whole different ball game. But frustrates all of me. Kids, do you have anything else uh from your list that you
2: wanted to discuss? Because if you do, go for it, my man. I have one last thing on my list. And this one is a personal pet peeve for me. Or I guess it addresses a personal pet peeve for me. I just gonna start out with a story. All right. I'm gonna start out with a story. So went to the hospital the other day, just had to go in to you know, whatever. Sitting in the waiting room. This guy sitting about three seats over me falls asleep in the waiting room. And I swear to God. This man had the loudest, the most guttural, most obnoxious snore I have ever heard in my entire life. The most ridiculous shit I have ever experienced. I can't even like make it up. I don't even, I couldn't recreate it. I couldn't explain to you how it sounded. It was just the worst snore I've ever heard in my life. So, this one. Is a new year's resolution for all of my uh doctors and medical professionals out there find a cure for snoring how has this not happened yet how have we not figured out how to get people to stop snoring we've been alive for how long and we can't stop this thing i just don't understand it like it 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 just doesn't make sense to me again Huge pet peeve for me. Might not bother some other people, but it drives me insane. And there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way.
1: No, but, like, you're so on to something, though. Because, like, if if you live with someone who snores, it can be detrimental to your sleeping pattern and to your mental health. Because, oh, my God, if they fall asleep before you, it's going to take you an extra two hours to try to drown out the fucking snoring that's happening in the same room or in the same whatever, like just trying to drown that out and fall asleep on your own is awful. So like trying to share a household or whatever with someone who like, I completely agree. Because like, obviously for me, I live alone. If I was snoring, doesn't affect anyone, that's fine. As long as it doesn't affect my personal health, it's fine. But like, if I end up living with someone or if I had, let's just say a college roommate, for example, who snores really loudly, uh <laughs> Wonder who that might've been. Ooh, yeah, I don't know who that might have been, but uh, like that shit might have kept me up for an extra two or three hours a night. And oh uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand either how we haven't found any way. It feels like it should be something simple. I don't. I, again, yeah. I don't even know really what what causes snoring, but I still feel like it should be a simple fix.
2: Well, and like they have like some quote unquote fixes, but one of them is those little strips that you put on your nose and it's just supposed to open your ears help you breathe better don't work i'll tell you right now they don't work yeah other thing is this mask with four tubes that go off the side of it and go up on your dresser to a machine that makes more noise than the snoring to begin with
1: yes. so what's
2: the point like <laughs> it I, makes I just...
1: 10 times the amount of noise it is 20 times more annoying I have, again, had to experience this with a family member. Holy shit. Is that it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have sleep apnea. Oh, I wouldn't have agreed to fucking sleep here then. (laughs) I'm not going to take I'm glad you're getting a great night of sleep because I'm not. (laughs) Because I'm going to be wide awake the whole fucking time. Guess we're going back to high school. Another
2: all-nighter, boys.
1: And again, we're not, Kids is not blaming, me and kids are not blaming the people who have sleep apnea or have, or, or, or do snore. We are blaming the fucking scientists and the people who should be innovating these inventions to be fixing these problems. Come on, people.
2: I would like to say, I don't want to, I'm not trashing, I'm not trashing doctors, medical professionals in any way whatsoever. Your profession is one of the most difficult professions in the entire world. And you do things that I could never even imagine doing. So keep doing what you're doing. Just add this to your checklist, get it done as soon as possible.
0: Dude, what frustrates me is they were able to figure out a cure for a vaccine or not a, you know, a cure, a cure. They were able to figure out medicine for a pandemic that was sprung upon us that we, we didn't know really anything about. And granted, they could look back on, you know, histories of diseases and all that. But you mean to tell me that we've had snoring problems since probably the dawn of time. And you mean to tell me that no one has been able to figure it out yet. Like, it seems like it would be such a simple, you know, fix. And it it just keeps going on. And it's like, it's it's a, literally we're kicking the can down the road on this issue, I feel like literally just you got to figure it out and like you said we're not trying to shit on anyone like obviously like you know if you snore no big deal you know i have allergies so like i'm sure in in the spring i snore and i've snored before you know i totally get that and if there's something that was able to you know stop that i would totally be down to like take it but obviously there is nothing i can do about that stuff so it just frustrates the hell out of me also too you brought up the point about you having to wait in a waiting room. And during my time as a receptionist at the Madison VA, there's some shit that frustrates the hell out of me on some waiting room etiquette. And I've talked about it before, but I'm gonna have to mention it again. As a society, our New Year's resolution should be if we're like having like public phone calls or you know, using our phone, either talk in private, use headphones. Because I don't need to hear what's going on on your phone. There was a guy when I was at the Madison VA that was like clearly on like Facebook watch or something like that and just had his volume cranked all the way to a max (laughs) so everyone could hear it and went from a music video to watching a music video to like a WWE top 10 video and then like a final scene of a movie because you just heard a bunch of swords clanking and it's like dude Put in a pair of headphones or something like that so that way we don't have to hear it. And another thing that frustrates the hell of me, if you are in public and someone calls you, you don't have to have that conversation with them in that very spot. Go out to your car. Go to a different area. And you especially don't have to have it on speaker or on FaceTime. If you want to talk with that person, go elsewhere. I don't need to hear your conversation frustrates the hell out of me when people are like yeah i can talk it's like or if you're not in a good spot say you're in a restaurant you just let them know hey i can't talk right now text me it and we'll text back and forth because we now have texting as an opportunity we have it it just frustrates the hell out of me people are so oblivious to the stuff and it's like if you got to take a phone call take it in a different room take it outside text them I don't need to hear your conversation and I don't need to hear what you've got playing on your phone either. Frustrates the heart of me. So inconsiderate. So people, let's figure
1: this shit out. I use my headphones a lot. So I invested in very expensive headphones. I have AirPods, right? Not everyone needs to do that. I get that. But you can get fucking wired skull candy, whatever headphones for what? Like five, 10 I There should be no reason for someone to be walking around either listening to music out loud, which is, which happens. I don't, I don't understand these people in public, just listening to music on their phone, terrible quality, but what also, and, and talking to someone on speakerphone in public, stop that. Just absolutely stop that. No one else needs to be hearing your conversation right now. Again, there's a reason that these headphones are so cheap because it's very easy to use them and it helps everyone. I don't understand it.
0: (laughs) Dude, you all know what also frustrates me, speaking of headphones, why phone companies decided, eh, we don't need to do a headphone jack anymore. You clearly went out of your way to not have a headphone jack anymore. And as someone that enjoys wired headphones, I just like them. I don't want to do like the whole Bluetooth connection and everything like that. You know, I just want to, you know, pop, pop in my headphones and go with it, right? it's so dumb that I literally have to go out and buy a headphone jack for it. And now the quality is so much worse than before, because it's literally like you have to tune a radio basically to try to like make sure you're getting it because you can hear like, you know, like the connection kind of like fade. And it's like, this was not an issue before. And now you've made it an issue. And it's like, who came up with this idea and who do I need to kick in the nuts for it? Because it's, was just such a dumb idea and so unnecessary and now as someone that listens to wired headphones it's like my music quality isn't as good as it once was because i have to listen to it on a headphone jack It clearly went out of their way to mess with me
2: on that They just wanted the money bags bro that's all it is man yeah. they say oh everyone has headphones they don't gotta buy headphones no more how do we solve this problem Get rid of the headphone jack now you gotta buy something else that's how it works it's ridiculous we are so greedy so greedy as a country
0: <laughs> so greedy oh man well it's another new year gentlemen we should, we'll have stop anything shit about
2: money <laughs> yeah stop absolutely. caring about money so much
0: absolutely especially when you already have so much of it to begin with because like the stuff we've talked about with like you know With streaming and all that, like it comes down to people who already have way too much money, just trying to get more money to begin with. And it's like, up yours, buddy. Like, I am living paycheck to paycheck. And yet you're out here literally could do like the Donald Duck dive head first into money if you wanted to. And you're trying to be like, "Ah, how do I make a couple extra more million? It's like, up yours, man. I'm just trying to survive out here. (laughs) Uh, You guys got anything else that you want to get off your chest or
1: anything like that? I do actually have one thing that I want to add. This has been a developing story as the podcast has gone on, actually, because I happened to post a picture right before the podcast uh, just on my Instagram, which I do all the time. And I apparently I don't know if the settings changed or if I click something. But this picture that I posted apparently also went to my Facebook. So this is the. This is the first Facebook post that I have had in probably six or seven years. I'm going to look at what you posted. Which, which is fine. I, the the post. I stand by the post. The post. It's a good post. It's a good picture. It's great. I love it. it. Um. But what That's makes me I like mad is <laughs> what makes me mad is Facebook in general. Uh. If I haven't talked to you in eight plus years. I honestly probably don't care about anything in your personal life. Just because I posted a picture of me drinking straight whiskey does not mean I want to hear about your kids who I, again, have not talked to in eight years. Someone literally hit me up on Facebook Messenger, forgot I had that on my phone, and has been giving me, for the past 15 minutes, updates on her kids, and it's like, I sorry, don't fucking care. If I haven't reached out to you in eight years, don't think I need an update now. Like, this is why I don't like Facebook. Facebook has turned into keeping up with the people that you want to keep up with. I don't want to keep up with most of the people on there. So like, I, yeah, I, everyone, I, I, Facebook has given everyone such an entitled feeling of people need to know what's going on. So now, when someone doesn't know what's going on, they need to reach out and say, "Oh my God, you haven't heard about this." I don't care. That's why I haven't heard about it. Like, oh man, that just that has been. Like I said, this has been developing since the podcast has been going on. So I just needed to share that. Oh, that would frustrate me
0: very much. And also, what frustrates me with Facebook is so unfortunately. Like, I wish, like you know. Uh, I I get more likes when I post stuff on Facebook than I do like Twitter. If I have like a random thought or a funny thing or something like that, you know, I, I, I post it on Facebook. It gets more likes than Twitter. It is what it is. Obviously, Twitter is more of a, you know, crowd for our generation. I totally get that. But what frustrates me is like when relatives or something like have to like comment and it's something that either is like not related to the post or it like tries to nitpick or something. It's like, dude, just like it and move on. Like just this whole like if i want to make like this nice little like funny caption or something like that and like try to avoid the politics route or something like that don't like start throwing your two cents in there blows my mind it's like literally even if you just want to comment lol and move on fine hate this whole like you know song and dance in the comment section if you want to privately message me about something you privately message me you don't have to air your grievance about it in the facebook comment section which it just blows my mind, uh, that, you know, they do all that stuff and just, you don't need to if people that also to people who fight in the comments. I had a coworker one time who would air drama on Facebook, uh, about like her family and all that. And her and her mom, did you just watch Trevor Lawrence miss that guy wide open in the end zone KO?
1: Say jones had no one within 15 yards of him and trevor lawrence threw it out of the back of the end zone dude how do you miss him trevor tough
0: break but what frustrates me so anyway they were like airing she was like upset about something her mom did so she posted about it on facebook and then her mom responded on facebook And then like her daughter like responded, like even like more of like a comment that was like, Jesus Christ, people just go into a room and hash this out. You're probably in different parts of the house right now as we speak. And I don't need to know about what your mom thinks of your love life. You do not need to be bringing this up on a world stage for people to see. Just hash it out and move on with the stuff. People got to get better at social media savvy. I mean, come on. Just literally just post something like random. But like you don't need to air your grievances out to the world and like all this other stuff. And if you're upset with someone that, that mad, just talk to them in person. gotta hate this whole like vague like, oh, I got to subtweet someone. There were a couple of people that I used to work with where there was an issue at work because someone like subtweeted someone and it's like dog if you're that upset with someone just let them know you're upset we literally are within the same vicinity you don't need to go fire off a tweet where someone then screenshots it and then lets the other person know hey they're talking about you on social media like this whole song and dance just frustrates the hell out of me if you were upset with someone you let them know about it Subtweeting is literally the worst And also, too, what frustrates me is when they subtweet and you have no idea what's going on. Like, at least provide me some groundwork like, oh, today at work, a guy said that I was overreacting to something instead of just putting in quotations on Twitter, overreacting. Your followers aren't going to know what that means. (laughs) Like, I would like to know, like, what it is. Like, are you overreacting to something? Is someone else overreacting to something? give me some groundwork so as a follower i know what's going on it's just like this whole like just all you gotta say hey someone was pissing me off at work today and it's like you know again people just yeah subtweeting tweeting pisses me off you
1: gotta let me know well, what's all it is too like especially like <laughs> go for it all it is is people just like they they want people to reach out and they want people to care about them right they they all go man the world is terrible and then you if you're somewhat close to this person you feel obligated them to reach out and say hey man what's going on like just because they have to put that out in the universe they want you to reach out and and see what's wrong they're they're craving that attention it's like that meme of that guy that was like who want me?
0: No cap. And then it's just a hundred percent of people. says no. And it's like, you are clearly asking for that attention. And then it's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. feel like a piece of shit if I don't respond yes to it and all this other stuff. And uh, just frustrates the hell out of me when people do that kind of stuff. I had, I had a thought, but unfortunately it's, it has slipped my mind very much, but it, it it's like people just, if, if you're that upset about something, like just message your close, but don't air it out because that or like the people that it's like obviously yeah if you want someone to talk to that's fine but like you don't have like i don't want to feel like responsible if something happens to someone because they aired it out in public and know respond you know who your close people are message them and also too don't take stuff so goddamn literally if something happens it's just like just roll it off your shoulder and move on to the next thing god i hate it when people get caught up on such like little shit and it's like god damn just move on to the next thing you got too many things to worry about. You guys got anything else <laughs> that you wanted to discuss? Or did you just sit here in silence still?
2: I don't I'm think good. I have anything. I will
0: take that as a... I think. All right. Pre- <laughs> perfect. All right. If something... Ever- yeah, also, two kids, with this being your first time, you were very excellent. I enjoyed you coming on and prepping, which, you know, I barely prepped to begin with, coming on here so for you to be like hey i'm grabbing this by the horns and you know wanting to do this i give you mad props for so you are more than welcome to come on anytime and ko obviously you know you are a founder basically of this one of like the prime pillars of this podcast so obviously you are more than welcome to come on anytime so i appreciate boys. anything you guys want to plug before you go ko i mentioned your 900 podcasts before how many of them are still a thing and how many you want to mention
1: there's one currently active. Uh, another one may be active in the near future. I'm not sure, but the one that is currently active, Midwestern Nerds. We talk anything nerdy. We try to talk about as about as many movies and TV shows as we possibly can. It's mostly Marvel, and then there's some Star Wars and some indie movies and that kind of stuff sprinkled in. But I will say it's mostly Marvel. Uh, but it's weekly. It drops at Friday at noon. It's me and my buddy Brian. It's a lot of fun. We usually go about an hour and a half, and we just nerd out about awesome shit uh so if you if you enjoy any of that stuff at all please give that a please give that a listen Casey, you got anything you want to add
2: yeah i'll just talk about you know i i do a lot of design stuff you know i'm a graphic designer um my instagram page just kyle Glanick design uh there's a link on there link tree with the link to my shop the link to my website um it'll have my portfolio on there you can check out what i do do a lot of stuff uh, anything from logos, T-shirts, podcast covers, album covers, magazine covers, posters, anything you could need. I'm your guy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm sure Cal could slap the the link in the in the description if he feels so kind. But uh, otherwise, yes, Kyle Glanick Design on Instagram and the website. There will be a link on the Instagram page.
1: Maybe a new um, What Makes Me Mad yeah. logo? Question mark? Hmm.
2: Oh, maybe.
0: see, it's tough because my buddy was trying to tell me that uh, I got changed to what makes me mad logo. I was like, hey, man, I picked that in college and that was something, you know, that I got to stick with the logo. (laughs) I always hate it when people like when companies change up their logo design. It's like because what they do is they have the original logo. They change it to try to have it be something flashier. It doesn't look good as the original then they change it to something else. And then they always flip it back as a throwback design. It's like, you should have just stuck with that one in the beginning. And just roll with it. Like the What Makes Me Mad uh, platform. Like, you look at that, you know, kind of like cheese it that looks like it's eating something. Like, that's, that's, you know, how you recognize what What Makes Me Mad is, all right? It brings me back to a simpler time in college before there was a pre-pandemic. And I thought that I could, you know, talk about just all the silly fun stuff that made me mad. Before, you know, a pandemic hit and just, whoa, frustrate the hell out of me. But anyway, that's just my kind of thing. But hey, I 100% can, you know, plug your socials on there, kids. And, you know, for the companies out there, would you stop fucking around and hire kids already? I mean, goddamn, I mean, you are just missing out on all this potential and talent. And I will say, when I had Connor on here back in, you know, February, he was actively looking for a job. He was at Target. And I yelled into the microphone, hire this man. And then he was able to get in with the Chicago Red Stars. And now is with the Chicago Scott. So I'm going to do the same thing for you. Hire this man. What are you doing? He is so damn talented. He will outwork anybody, outperform anybody. He is 10 times the worker that you will find. Just, I mean, Kyle Galinick, right there. I mean, stop messing around. Like, let's get the ball rolling here. So hopefully you're able to. Also get hired within a major sports organization as well, too. When you're up at Lambeau, if you see uh, Mark Murphy, you just slip him the old business card, all right?
2: <laughs> I'll show him my cheese edge graphics. So he'll be down. <laughs> He's playing this clip of
1: the podcast. You know, I, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was, Um,
0: so I was, what's funny is I covered uh, a volleyball, a state volleyball match, which was up at the Rush Center, um, like last October, right? And so I parked at Lambo because, you know, that's where parking was. Right. And so I decided to take a tour of Lambo since I had a couple hours, you know, to kill before going in. And, you know, I had to be out of my room by 11 o'clock for the hotel room. Uh, and uh, I was walking into Lambo, and sure as shit, Mark Murphy was walking out and I didn't say anything, but I kind of wanted to. I wanted to slip in my business card and be like, hey, I don't know if you heard me on WSUW Whitewater at all, but, you know. <laughs> You ever need an announcer, you just give me an old, old call on the old horn there. But I was like, nah, I'll keep moving. That was when Rodgers was going through all this stuff with COVID. And I was just like, it's probably a stressful time in the Green Bay front office right now. I don't need to add more flames to the fire at all. So, so I think that's going to do it, though, for this week's edition of What Makes Me Mad. I appreciate Kyle and Kiz coming on. I don't know what I'm going to do for next week's edition, but I'll have to try to come up with another positive one like this. So for
2: my colleagues, uh, I am Callahan Steed, and we will see you guys next time. Thank you.